The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. This is the show where we reset the state of the league every week. We usually like to do power rankings for you, and this week is no exception. We are going to power rank the rookie quarterbacks because you went to school this weekend, BLG. You have been studying, you've been watching every single throw, and you have ranked them in terms of your confidence in them going forward. Stats, that is correct. All right, so why don't we go to my number three stats, which is just going to light the... NFL world on fire as they're reacting <laughs> to the podcast as everyone nationally listens to this. I'm Justin Fields as number three. Wow. Real. Okay. I, that is surprising to me. Number three, Justin Fields. Okay. Tell me why. Well, it shouldn't be surprising from the fact that I am, you know, I, I've been skeptical about Justin Fields in the past, as you may recall, from our uh, NFC draft winners and losers podcast that we did once upon a time, you, me, and RJ. Uh, Look, I think Justin Fields, I get why people are excited, and I'm not trying to harsh the Bears fans mellow in terms <laughs> of having hope. I think hope is fine, but stats, the way I saw people talk about that Justin Fields performance, like I didn't watch it live. I couldn't. Uh, it was like training camp, I believe, on Saturday, and I had I was doing like my notes. I was recording my podcast on BGN Radio with Jimmy Kemsky. So I was busy on Saturday, but I got around to the replay, and I'm like, what am I missing here? Like people were talking about Justin Fields. Like he's the next like Joe Montana or something. Like he's like, there's Steve Young, like the best quarterback they've ever, or Patrick Mahomes. Like he was not that from what I saw. I mean, Justin Fields and the bears offense start out with three straight three and outs. Uh, they get into the second half. The dolphins have their backups in and he does better against them. Uh, the touchdown throw he had that everyone was so excited about. I mean, the guy was literally Jesse James, I think it was. Yep. Literally, like, wide open, walked yes. into the end zone backwards. There wasn't anyone within, like, <laughs> 20 yards of him. Okay, it's a nice throw, but, like, okay, he's wide open. Uh, he had the longest time to throw in the NFL, which RJ mentioned this on Monday, but the exact timing stats was 3.76 seconds wow. on average time to throw. For context here, Jalen Hurts led the NFL – in terms of holding on to the ball last year. And that was 3.34 seconds. So 0.4 seconds more, which is like a lot. That's a, that's a very big In the difference. NFL, that's a lot, yeah. It's huge. Now, uh, the other couple things I had here, threw off his back foot and nearly got picked off 
over the middle on an underthrown pass. And he also fumbled in a very careless way where he like did this spin move and he was holding onto the football yeah. with like just yeah. one hand and uh, he got stripped and he was super lucky to recover that. So I saw the highlights. I saw a bunch of Eagles fans stats, and this is very relevant because a lot of Eagles fans are keeping an eye on Justin Fields because mm-hmm. they feel like, oh, they should have just stayed at six and taken him there. Or you could have gotten him, you know, at 10 instead of taking Devontae Smith. I think I have not been on that. And I have said before that I think the Bears are getting way too much benefit of the doubt with Justin Fields. And I think everything about Justin Fields has been confirmation bias. It's like, like oh, Justin Fields plays well. He's going to be great. I knew it all along. But then he <laughs> has these struggles and I didn't see anything about them until I watched it myself. Right. And you got to take the good with the bad. I feel like, like you said, people want hope, right? So we want to be excited about these guys. And it's sort of assumed that rookie quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. So when they do, we don't talk about those as much. But I agree. I mean, the pass to Jesse James, that's a that's a 49er staple. It's called leak. They run it all the time. That play is always freaking open. It's unbelievable. And the guy, there was nobody within 10 yards of him. Like, if Justin Fields can't hit that guy, like, you got real problems. I did like the fact that, I mean, he can run, BLG. Yeah. He is fast. Uh, so that he was one the only guy, basically, because all these guys are pretty mobile except for Mac Jones. He was really the only guy I felt like that looked to, to use his legs, and he looks like when he wants to, he's going to be able to. But as you pointed out, I mean, that spin move, he randomly hits the B button on the controller, and the ball pops out. Like Sometimes being a quarterback is all about the worst thing that you do. And that was really, really bad by Fields. He shouldn't have done that. Um, I think that he was okay. I agree. I'm not like throwing any parades for Justin Fields. He certainly wasn't bad. There's some stuff to be excited about, but ultimately it's going to come down to how good he is as a passer. And everybody's not going to be as open as Jesse James was. When you can go into the end zone backwards, like you mentioned, that's not a typical football play. So we'll see. I think the Bears are stupid, however, for how they're handling Justin Fields. Like Matt Nagy said yesterday, well, we want to see more of Andy Dalton. Like, why? Why? We've seen what? 10 years of Andy Dalton? A decade is not enough? Like, what are you hoping for if you're the Bears, right? Like, this isn't like the Vikings with Warren Moon. Remember when Warren Moon came back and it was like, holy crap, he's really, really good. Well, he's throwing a Randy Moss and Chris Carter, number one, but also number two. Prime Warren Moon was a Hall of Famer. The best Andy Dalton we've ever seen is not really that good. So now Andy Dalton now at this point, like even if he recaptured his his form, it's still not that great. So like, what are you doing with those Andy Dalton? We need to see more. He's still QB1. Like, why? I think it comes to a point in the coach's mind maybe where it's like it's so much easier to go from Andy Dalton to Justin Fields than it is if like Justin Fields come in comes in and he really struggles and then you would have to go to Andy Dalton, which you shouldn't do. That wouldn't be right. my preference. But I think in their mind, that's how they feel like they would have to do, which is silly and dumb. The only benefit <laughs> I can see uh, from this stats is that, you know, maybe there was some concerns, whatever, about uh, and not just Justin Fields, but any kind of young quarterback. And I'm I'm all for making a guy earn it. I get it. I think that makes sense um, because you want to light a fire under someone. And I've seen different players in the past uh, in different sports, not just even in football, who arrived or like think they arrived and they kind of got a little too big for their britches. And then they fell off because they maybe they weren't 
being, you know, held accountable and everything. So I think some accountability is nice, but obviously, you know, when push comes to shove, it should be Justin Fields playing. Like no one disagrees with that, I think, at all in the entire world, other than maybe Andy Dalton himself and his family. <laughs> and Mrs. Uh, Dalton. <laughs> and Mrs. Dalton. And I did write mobility down as a big plus for Justin Fields. And it wasn't just about like him actually running with the football, but extending plays as well and then making throws after that. So I definitely agree with you on that. I just think, you know, having as much time to throw as he did is not going to be the norm. And there's going to be a lot of sacks and mistakes if he continues to not get the ball out. It doesn't have to be like the quickest thrower in the league all of a sudden, but it has to be a little bit quicker than that super slow release time that I saw from the first game. So I, I'm, I'm saying on Justin Fields, I'm not saying he's not talented or there's no hope. I'm saying, like, can we just wait a little bit before, like, it just seems like the consensus opinion to me stats is like Justin Fields. He's amazing. How would all these teams pass on him? Well, like sometimes there's reasons why teams pass on guys and it's not as like this total, Oh, just total mistake. And, and again, for the bears of all teams to be the team that like has, has not made good quarterback decisions in the past. Like why are we just giving them the benefit of the doubt automatically? But at this point I'm just rehashing my old argument. So uh, we don't have to dive into it. Either. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.